0: On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I debate the meaning of the SVB bank situation. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special edition of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. Uh, we're gonna sound pretty happy while we discuss the end of the world. Uh, I am your co-host, the notorious <laughs> Rob, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Greg Robertson. Hey, so oh. bad. <laughs>
0: oh, I told you about that. Hello, Rob. Why I'm know. actually. I'm uh, in uh, the state of Washington. I'm in Sumner at my sister's my sister's beautiful house.
1: Right here on the Pialop River. So um, I'm nice. You remotely. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say that that uh, wallpaper does not look like your standard <laughs> yeah, no, fabulous it's... whatever poster background, but that's it's an, fabulous that's nonetheless. Wall. That's yeah. an accent wall, Rock. Okay. So <laughs> fabulous nonetheless. All right. <laughs> well, uh so clearly we gotta talk about uh, the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: I mean, this is right up your alley. This is
1: just this is, it is.
0: catnip to the Dude,
1: Rob I, Han. I already wrote two posts about it, and uh, I did get somebody on LinkedIn saying, "I want to hear about this on on a podcast." You know, because uh, she misses that. I'm like, we we'll, we'll we'll do the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, bunch of caveats right up front. Okay, unless I know differently, Greg, you're not a banking expert.
0: Uh, no, no.
1: Okay. Neither am I. Neither <laughs> of us are banking experts. Um, so this is, you know, a couple of idiots, you know, opining once again, right? That, that's,
0: um, you know, that, that could be the, the name of our next, uh, our next podcast we do together. A couple, a couple of, idiots of idiots opining, opining
1: again. <laughs> 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 I like it actually. Um, <laughs> however. a ring to it. However, we do think a whole lot about various world events and its impact on real estate and housing. And so I think we want to look at what impact, if any, uh, there would be on housing from the uh, latest wave of like, holy shit, food saw this coming. Um, you know, it's it's one of those like black swan things. I know I did not have, what was it either the second or the third largest bank failure in US history? Oh, yeah, you know, no. Silicon Valley bank, I think is either the second or the third largest Top 20 I not, bank, right? Yeah. I didn't have that on my 2023 dance card. You know, that no. was not there. So this is no. definition of black swan. Um, but let's, let's set things up a little bit because I, you know, again, I'm assuming that most of our audience, given their sophistication, they follow it, you know, they, they know what's going on, but just in case. Right. So, uh, Bunch of banks failed. Um, Three of them have failed. Um, They are Silvergate, they are um, Signature Bank, and of course, the big one, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. Silvergate and Signature didn't freak anybody out, I don't think, because both of those were seen as sort of like crypto banks, right? So they were seen as the bankers for the crypto industry, which, you know, went through some hell in 2022. All the scams, all the Ponzi schemes, you know, all of that. FTX. Yeah. Right. So I don't think anyone was really caught by surprise um, by those necessarily, but it was the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB, that like sort of broke things, right? Um, so Silicon Valley Bank's been taken over by regulators. They're essentially shut down. And a uh, bunch of people panicked, right? Because most of the depositors in Silicon Valley Bank are very wealthy individuals or you know, venture-backed companies or venture funds themselves. So they were way above that 250,000 threshold. Right? But then the government stepped in and basically said, we are going to make all those deposits whole. right? So essentially ignoring the 250,000 limit. And I think the, uh, the reasoning I heard from uh, Secretary Yellen, uh, I think it was even today. Uh, was that because the Fed, the FDIC, you know, Treasury officials thought this this bank was systemically important? If they didn't do that, it would have caused bank runs, you know, just across the country. So they felt they had to step in to to prevent such a thing from happening and the entire sort of banking system collapsing. So again, whether you agree or disagree, that is the reasoning they did it. And in addition, the Federal Reserve came out with this new program that they're calling. Uh, I always get this bank term, BTFP. It's a bank term funding program.
0: Right.
1: Um, and I don't understand it fully, but my, by the big thing about it apparently is that uh, banks who have government paper, so either treasuries or agency uh, mortgage-backed securities, agency MBS, Fannie Freddie MBS, could take those as collateral to the Fed through this facility and get par value right because really what happened uh from everyone that I've listened to over the past you know 3 days or so is svb silicon valley bank went out when they got all this flood of cash you know from covid right from not from covid from all the stimulus you know as a result, response to covid you know pay, uh, ppp eidl you know all these things and and uh, it just dramatically increased their deposits so that they took all this money. They didn't have anywhere to put it because venture capital-backed companies typically don't borrow money. <laughs> like they're not they're not going to a local banker and say, I need a business loan. Um, so they went and bought a whole bunch of MBS. They bought a whole bunch of treasury bonds at the top of the market, meaning rates were like 2%, right? They were really low. So these bonds were paying very low rates. And then as the rates went up, those bonds lost value, and therefore, they were out of sync and went belly up. So the idea is going forward, if you have those types of bonds, you could just bring them to the Fed and get full value uh, that's significantly above market value. That's kind of what i had heard. So at this point, things yeah, like I things mean, I have, have somewhat I mean, quiet down.
0: Heard a, yeah, I've heard a little bit
1: – I mean, I would add a little
0: bit more color to yeah. that. But I mean, I think you're overall, you're okay so far. But yeah. there are some things – I mean I read one of your posts I think there's some things you got wrong there. Okay. Um, but I think uh I think overall you're kind of painting the, the right picture.
1: So that yeah so again factually I think that's I'm just laying out factually as far as I know there may be things that are missing. Um there are people who think that uh SVB and some of these things were just really badly managed. Uh, you know the one of the funnier ones I heard was uh apparently Roku had $487 million sitting in SVB. And the commenter was like, what does the CFO of Roku do every day? (laughs) Like manage, like you just have to manage this one bank account. Like, you know, because his his thing is sophisticated CFOs and corporate treasurers who have to manage that much money. They all know about the $250,000 FDIC limit. So they do all these sophisticated things, have, you know, 200 different bank accounts, whatever it is, and all this sophisticated Well, in that case, you'd have to
0: have 1,900 bank accounts. I mean, or something, right? Whatever
1: it is that they do. Yeah. But this guy's point was if you're just leaving it in the bank, then like, how much work do you have to do? Anyway, so who knows, you know, to the extent which any of that was going on. Um, but for a while, until, until the federal government came out with this whole program and bailouts and all of that, there were reports that a number of other banks were very close, like, Close to the edge, right? Um, most of them, in, I don't want to say most of them, but I think a lot of them was West Coast, like First Republic out of San Francisco, um, West, sorry, West. I don't Alliance. know. If
0: that's fair. I think you know. There's anybody who has bought mortgage-backed securities more than a couple years ago is is in. I think I saw a, a damn uh, a thing from even Bank of America on on what the real par value those are right now. I mean, you know what? luckily they don't have to report that but um and that's you know definitely an East Coast company but um, sure
1: yeah but what are, like that's kind of I, there were a number of banks and then they sort of rebounded after the the Fed announced you know kind of the rescue yeah right um, so I, I thought okay uh, it's you know all sorts of craziness going on I, literally it seemed like everyone's talking about it Um uh, in variety of angles, obviously you could imagine the Bitcoin and crypto guys are like, yay, you know, this is exactly what we're predicting. Um, I'm not quite but, yay because I'm like... But even then, no.
0: because they're two banks for the too. So, <laughs> I mean, on one level, it's like, if this didn't like, you know, make the crypto guys, it's, it wasn't their shining moment, right? If, if, if there was ever a time for something to be crypto's shining moment, it was now and it didn't happen
1: mm, i don't i don't understand how that would be i mean it's not well, like well i those... mean two of the
0: two of the largest banks that were basically you know in the crypto they failed also
1: but they weren't in crypto right
0: well i mean the way you started out how did you
1: describe so I, I i'll give you an example like if uh roku if these companies if all these vc-backed fir- firms had instead of leaving $487 million in, you know, in one bank, right? If you had taken, say, 400 million of them and put it into Bitcoin, then they could pay people with Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They could. I don't know. As, if, long, I as, mean, as long as as as, long only as those imagine people would accept it. Right? Yeah,
0: I can only imagine what Wall Street or anybody else would say about, the, the headline would be, Roku bought $400 million of Bitcoin with with would make that sea of look, you know, in, in mainstream even stupider, right? So, would you know, it? I mean, my, this, you know, means, micro strategies. Doing I mean, okay, after, they're, after they're FT, making payroll, FTX and all these other things. I don't think it's like a something that's a universally people think is a sure. smart I, smart You thing.
1: could have that all I'm saying is you can't say that this was crypto's moment when none of those companies were using crypto as money, you know? They they just weren't. Like they weren't.
0: Right. Well, I guess you know. And the other thing is, is that you know, this has shown that you know, even in big, big events like this, crisis like this, that there's still something. And whether you can agree with, the, with what the government did or not, I mean, it's it's not like it's uh, it didn't it didn't get take, it didn't get taken care of. It did, and very quickly.
1: So um, we mm, we resolved yeah. the crisis. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem with with that, of course, is second or third order effects. Right. Okay. It's like fine. You did. Yeah. It. We. And that's what I want to discuss.
0: Right? Well. Okay. Because, and I think the, the problem with that also, though, is Rob, is like what you, you know, what you have to gamble on is what would the second and third order effects if you did nothing, right? Sure. And I think it's sure. what is the what is the lesser evil in a sense, right? Um, sure. For that, for sure. sure. And then you know, I'll, I'll go back to a little bit of your description, which I have a, a little bit of a problem with. Where? Sure. So let's just talk about why this happened. Yeah. Silicon Valley Bank, right? Yeah, and this is my understanding, right? And to me, this is kind of a, almost a perfect storm situation, right? So, you know, as we've talked about before, this is all because of the pandemic, in a sense, right? This this printing of money or whatever, but but let's let's put it more of a finer thing to Silicon Valley Bank. So back in the day when money was cheap, um, VCs would fund companies, right? And a lot of those companies, um, the VCs were 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 mm-hmm. customers of SVP. And then if they had some company, if they were funding a company, well, hey, my VC's using the bank, you know, sounds like a good bank, maybe I'm going to use it, right? So back in the day, there was a lot of, you know, the way that that bank got a lot of money was through the VCs. They'd be funding these companies and these companies would put it back in the bank, right? So you have that cycle going on. So, you know, they do with it, whatever other bank was, they try to find the the lowest risk thing they can, mortgage-backed securities, treasuries, whatever, they buy that. That's how a bank works. Um, but then something started to happen where the interest rates start, started pulling up and then the VCs backed off of funding companies, right? So there wasn't this cash flow that kept coming in, right? But a lot of t- at the same time, some of the companies that the VCs were funding were also still spending money like, you know, it, it, it was 1999, as you say, right? It was still, they didn't really kind of get the memo as, even as VCs said, hey, back down, back down on your spending, you know, it's going to be a long time here, but some of those companies did. So you had a perfect storm situation of deposits are kind of, of dried up because VCs aren't funding anymore, but also these, these, these VC backed companies are still spending and that's also money's not coming in, but money's going out still at the same rate or close to that same rate. Right. Then you get into a situation where, you know, it starts to look like, well, well, damn, do they have enough cash here? Right? So and then the bank run comes, right? So to me, this is less of like bailing up the I mean, it's been, you know, it, it seems to be drawing a line of like like everything nowadays, the conservatives and the liberals of like, you know, of this thing. I mean, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with the government coming in and to direct and, and protecting depositors, right? There's people at Silicon Valley Bank. That went into a bank, and they deposited their money. And no, by no fault of their own, Silicon Valley Bank came into a situation where it's like, "Well, shit, we don't have enough money. We have these mortgage-backed securities, but if we sell them now, we're selling them at a loss, right? Because you know of of the bond of
1: the of the interest rates." You're you're, you're on mute. Um, no, which is what they did, by the way. They ended up selling those yeah. things at a loss.
0: Yeah. So it's like. um, when they when when then Wall Street hears that it's the bank run, right? So again, to me, absolutely, you could say is mismanaged. The guys from the management of Silicon Valley Bank, the investors, and so should not make a dime off of this, right? This is clearly that. But at the same time, there's other factors that went into this than it to be some sort of nefarious moral hazard, as I've seen you and others describe this as. I just think this is a bad situation, mismanaged and. A perfect storm situation of what what happened here. Not not a moral
1: hazard here. I mean, nope.
0: I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at this thing at all as, as kind of a moral hazard at all.
1: Um, so, as, as a lot of describe it. So first of all, um, let's just correct. Let's just make sure we're talking out of the same uh, playbook here, right? Because I want to show you. about uh, okay, so this is a chart of SVB, right? Like if you look at the yellow line here, right? I mean you see like until 2020 it's the deposits look like this. From 20 to March of 22 the deposits spiked up like that, yeah. right? So that's again this is not a political thing, it's just it's just reality. <laughs> like March of 20 we started doing the money printing like crazy and then the deposits went up like that, right? Is
0: that Classic because of VC- correlation. That's that's a correlation you're making
1: for sure, yeah. I it's yeah. I mean, I think it's causation because all this money had to go somewhere, right? I mean, it had to go into bank accounts. Do you know what I mean? So the process... Right, yeah, yeah it's, this wasn't Silicon Valley Bank saying, please give us all this pandemic funding. That's not what happened. This was simply people got a whole bunch of money from the government. They have to put it somewhere. Well, so it went that, to Silicon Valley Bank.
0: No, 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 I no. Don't, I don't think it's that. I mean, if you look at like, I mean, there's a chart out there with like, Shows the amount of money being invested in prop tech. That, you know, this has been like, it was like, you know, 8 million, 18 million, 218 million. Sure. This wasn't because they got a PPP loan. No, I bet it's both. I'm saying it's both. You don't get 218 million from a PPP loan. No, I'm not saying, but I'm saying if you have thousands
1: thousands of startups and they're getting a million here, two million there, like that's all going to end up in Silicon Valley bank account, right? As a deposit.
0: That's what I'm saying, and I, that, right? Yeah, I guess and, I guess I, I agree with you that there's money there because you know we were printing money, right? But as far yeah. as like people taking advantage of X, the banks, you know, people were lending money in, a, in very low rate
1: and They were taking that money. Yeah, no, so like, there's. I'm not saying anything other than the government, the Fed printed a lot of money in 2020. Okay, right. Okay, if it'll make okay. you. And your side happy? Trump did it. Okay, <laughs> Trump did the printing. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's not a Trump or a Biden Trump. A binary uh, thing. Like that's why yeah. it, this doesn't feel like a left-right Republican Democrat. It's just fact. But but, but is. it's showing
0: up as that. It's showing up as that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like however the News channel. This is a bailout of the of the of the tech industry. No.
1: Well, it kind not is, a it's kind of. But it it no, kind no, of is. It dude. Yeah it, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's, so this is the second point, okay? You're saying, you know, the Silicon Valley bank management and their equity investors should all lose everything but make the depositors whole, right? The problem is what we just talked about with these CFOs and tr- corporate treasurers, right? There's no rational basis on which a large company like Roku leaves $487 million in a checking account at a bank, knowing that the FDIC insurance limit is two hundred fifty thousand, like there's just no excuse for that. Is all I'm getting.
0: Again, at. that's right. a mismanagement thing as well. That is not correct. A, but a but, but if you of... are the,
1: the, the depositor here is Roku, should Roku not lose that money?
0: Right. I mean, sure, sure. I mean, I get that. Right. When, but when again, the, when but the, it, I get it. But 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 again, the government had to make a. Determination of whether the first and second consequences of them saying no to everybody were worse than than coming in and, and protecting those depositors. Sure. Now, they were dumbasses for sure, and hopefully, this is going to teach a lot of people a lot of lessons out there. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So, I don't think buying so Bitcoin like, let's just, with that is. Let's just, just stick with thing, that. But,
1: and it is a, a bell that tech okay. industry because one of the things that people talk about is what well, the unique things about SVB was that the average depositor? like, let's put it this way. SVB is not available to people like me. <laughs> they might you be available up, to you. <laughs> you. You can open up a, a, a bank account in SVB. I'm sure you could have. No, you cannot. Why? No, you can't Because they have certain minimum It's a depositors. regional bank. It's not a normal regional bank is what I'm saying. They don't have, it's not like that. I, I have a buddy of mine, actually, who's a, visa, a venture capitalist, who you know, dealt with this personally because his personal bank was SVB, right? And so the average deposit, I think what I read was 2.4 million at SVB. That was the average account size, okay? The average throughout the rest of the United States is something like $5,800. So your your everyday, you know, working Joe, your, your, you know, pizzeria down the street, they're well under that 250,000 limit. It's just SVU is very peculiar because it's where the rich, yeah. the VCs, and their VC-backed firms, that all their banking. And there's nothing wrong with it. You're, you're a Silicon Valley bank, right? Like you grew up with the tech industry. You know, you grew up with that. That's fine. And I'm I'm with you. Like, so 2020 comes, I mean, 2022 comes, the economy starts going south, the VCs start pulling back, right? And I agree, like 2020, 2021 was probably the easiest money we'd ever seen. Like VCs are flush your cash. Like we got to invest. So- you know, term sheets, left, right, and center. All of that happened, and SVB did the you know the right thing to a certain extent, right? Because you're a bank, you're not supposed to invest in risky shit. You know, you're not supposed to go, you know, take that money to Vegas and put it on black. You're, you're, that's you're supposed to invest in safe, solid securities. So right. they picked the safest and most solid securities, which were U.S. Treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, right? So far, so good. I don't. Again, I, everyone I've read, read everyone I've listened to, everyone I heard trying to understand this. No one questions that part. The part they question is okay, but you're a banker. <laughs> like you and I would be like, yeah, okay, that yeah, that makes sense. They're saying is when you are a banker, the thing that you know about banking is the classic mismatch, right, between sort of short-term liabilities and long-term assets. Because all the deposits are on demand. So if somebody comes to you and says, I want my I, w- I want my money back, I want to empty my account, you got to give it to them. But all the money is lent out in these long-term loans or you have these securities that are 10, 20 years long. So what they're saying is your job then risk management is to figure out how to hedge that risk, figure out how to hedge duration risk, right? invest in certain types of complex derivatives or do whatever the hell you got to do to know If rates go up, the value of my bonds is going to drop. So I need to do an interest rate swap or I need to take out insurance or do whatever. You got to hedge it. Yeah, you got to hedge it. I mean, but 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 again, and I should
0: have listed this in my perfect storm situation. I I, I meant to, but forgot to. Is that there has been, I think it's been 50 or 70 years of the stat that, and we've talked about the stat before, that in, in the time of the history of the country, the interest rates have been risen as quickly as they have you know, this past year. So this again right. is a perfect storm situation, right? a black swan situation where, right. yeah, they might've been caught on their heels a bit here, but it's like, it is a little bit understandable. This has never happened in 70 years,
1: right? Sure. But again, and this is what I don't, we don't know. It's, I mean, what else like are I they said. supposed to do? What else? I mean, again, it's, it is a, a, a kind of a black swan event. I
0: mean, there's, there's Again, you 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 add that you add the, everything else that's going on. I mean, um, I, I guess maybe I'm 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 being more of an apologist for these guys, but I just don't yeah. see it as a as a a uh, conspiracy, you know, to
1: to think, keep no, the just, tech industry yeah. you know up, up float, Right? No, nobody thinks conspiracy. What what they think is like the privileged few get get their money out, which is what happened. Which is what happened. Let's put it this way. Do you think that the government they, would look, have done this? Well, happened, hold on. Do you think they would have done this extraordinarily thing if this wasn't Silicon Valley Bank, but it was like Iowa Valley Bank? And yes. the average depositor was not a venture capitalist that, you know, big time if they whatever, were farmers? But, absolutely. Yeah, farmers and pizzeria. Yeah. No, they would not. No, well, they in fact, have, it's, okay,
0: in this country, they're going to let farmers go bankrupt. Bullshit.
1: Dude, they have. No, they- you make it sound like SVB is the first bank that failed. Banks fail
0: all the time, Greg. Right, but what I'm saying is that the, the, the amount of deposits, the, the the fact that they were a regional bank and this was gonna cause um, some sort of stress. That, that, and again, let's throw, let's throw social media into the mix, right? As fast as these kind of um, communications can go out, um, if it was called Iowa Family Valley Bank or if it was called Silicon Valley Bank or whatever, um, the government stepped in because they realized that if there's a bank run on these regional banks, we're all
1: fucked, right? And but, I don't
0: think it, it has to do – it was just no, because here's the, of you're, the naming you're
1: sp- convention of the bank. You're speaking as if this did not already happen. Banks fail all the time. Okay, small okay, so regional banks fail. Hold the on. Time. Talk to me about the
0: time. Talk to me about the number of assets in this type of situation. Um, uh you know that has happened you know to a bank like like this I think this is again this is a an unusual situation you can say banks fail the time but not
1: not in the, not in the way that this is happened correct you could say not in the way blah 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 I'm just putting like you're you're arguing something that's not arguable there have been five hundred and sixty three bank failures from two thousand and one to two thousand twenty three this is the first time ever in twenty three years we've heard of the government stepping in and say, we're gonna make all depositors whole. What that implies is in all those other failures, if you and the depositor were an idiot and left more than $250,000 in the bank, you took a haircut. You did not get all your money back. You got your $250,000 insured back and then whatever's over and above that, there's this complicated thing where, you know, they have to sell the assets of the bank and blah, blah, and pay you out like 80 cents of the dollar, or whatever, right? That's what happened in previous five hundred sixty three failures, until this one. Yeah, again, I'm That's saying this fact. is
0: u- no. I'm just saying this is a unique situation, right? This is isn't,
1: well, isn't like that. You could justify it all, which is what you're doing. But I'm saying it's fact that the government failed to do this for any other bank.
0: Yeah, because they didn't deem that there, there was a, a reason to do that. In this they didn't, case, they, they did. didn't
1: deem it as a systemic risk. Well, I plan. mean,
0: what, if, what, are, what are they supposed to do, Rob? They're just like, oh, we did it last time. We're going to do it this time without looking at each situation, without looking at each problem as being different and what effects are going to have on there. Of course, they're going to do that. I mean, so so in two hundred fifty one times, two hundred fifty didn't meet the metal of what they were supposed to do, but this one time it did. That's a that sounds to me like something's working, not that like something's broken or bad.
1: <laughs> okay. So basically the government rescues. Sure, fine, let's go with it. i I'm, I'm not I mean, you being a, a tech entrepreneur, you defending your own privilege as no. tech It, it makes to. sense to me. This is what's what no, fine. It's the, like, no, this fine. the government to rescues still come back. Greg, tech, Greg I'm agreeing, Greg, I will agree, agree. that the government you're, you're rescued out. SVB because it was <laughs> systemically important. And of course they also rescued signature bank. But you know, it was systemically important. These are big banks, so therefore, the government had to step in and make the depositors whole.
0: So far, like so far, okay. I mean, what if the criteria was just like none of those bank reached? Um, that was, I think, SVP was a tw- hold on, fucker. I mean, what if, what if, it, what if the thing was that uh, none of the two hundred fifty-one banks that you mentioned before were, you know, what if the line was like, you know, below the, t- you know, there's a, tw- you know, one through twenty of the largest banks in the country right? I mean, that's a special... We got to look at those specially. Anybody below that who gives a shit. That's that's whatever. I mean, there's some
1: criteria that that they trip the wire for, right? It wasn't because tech We're saving the fucking tech pros. No, I get it. I get it. You defend the criteria when it's big, then we should rescue them. When it's small, fuck those guys. I mean, that's basically your point. I'm
0: not saying that. I'm just... That's exactly what you're saying. Every situation is different because... It's not a fuck you, guys. Right. It's like the the right. the, the consequences is different. of a
1: small sure. of a small bank sure. happening. Sure, then fuck those guys. But a big bank, then no, no the rescue. Right? That's well, that's the point. It's not. It's not fuck you, guys. <laughs> it's like
0: if if we don't this, the whole country's <laughs> fucked. So we're gonna do something, right? Right, right. So so when you have a so deposit- when when, when, it, when it becomes if it becomes right. a situation that could fuck the entire country. We're mm-hmm. going to step in
1: if it. That's right.
0: Maybe if, if it if it if it's only if it's only right. going to fuck a, 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 a fresh
1: some that's few, right. maybe
0: not. Right? It's not right. going to
1: reach that freaking metal, right. right? And you're saying that's totally fine. That's perfectly legit. Uh, I, I don't want to apply the same rules for everybody. That
0: doesn't make any sense at all.
1: Okay. Yeah. Different not. rules for different people. Different. Different companies. Of, of course. course. Okay. Cool. And you defend it. Cool. Fine. So let's just go forward with that. Like that's my point. Okay. That's my point. I mean, you know, you've just described not America, but that's beside the point. Like, you that's, that's <laughs> you described medieval Europe, but okay, let's go forward with that. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, so now the issue is this: okay, what would the impact be on real estate and housing? We finally get to this after thirty minutes of you defending the rights of the ability to get their money back. Right now that we live in this nobility the right, the world. What am
0: I defending? First of all, what think you think? You're, if defending. you're too
1: big to fail, then we should rescue you. Yeah, I mean, what, what? let's move on. Okay, so now the issue is what impact will this have on us, on our industry? So when I wrote, and obviously you've read it, I think in the short term this is really good for us. I mean, I think the title of my post is We'll Party at the End of the World. Because in the short term, what I'm reading from a lot of people, it could be totally wrong because they don't know any more than I do or you do. They think there's interest rates. that's like hiking of rates is done. They think it's yeah, over. Th- that's not true. You, you think that'll keep going, huh? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Give me your steak, reason. Steak cause... dinner?
0: Steak dinner? I mean, is it's another steak dinner bet?
1: Sure. What's... uh? So by the end of this year, the projection was that the terminal rate would be something like what I hear.
0: I haven't heard. I've never heard the end of the year. I've heard. You know, to me, it's always the next one. The next time they meet, will they raise it? Twenty-five basis points, fifty basis points, or seventy-five okay. basis points? Sure. Right. Sure. So I thought we were on a path before this happened because the inflation, you know, was still a little bit hot. We were. Mm-hmm. I think those guys were, and they were signaling. We're not gonna. We're not gonna stop doing this, right? So my thing right. is, those guys were gonna go to seventy-five basis points again. They're gonna go back to that.
1: They're After this to, okay. is
0: probably again because they're seeing that this rapid rise in interest rates are making are are, are having other effects than they really thought of, right? So mm-hmm. I think they go to twenty-five basis points on this next this next meeting. Okay. You're saying zero, or they pivot? They no, go
1: back. But a lot of the consensus is twenty-five or pause, right? you know, but that sort of split. So let's put it this way. Um, what about the meeting after?
0: Another 25 basis points.
1: Okay. So let's bet on that. <laughs> let's bet on the meeting after the next one. Okay. Okay. So I guess that so, what we're betting then is that by so the, the next exists. meeting, it'll be 50, 50 basis points. No, no. Let's make it simple. No, if they raise it 75 at this next one, I win, right? No, no, no. I'm saying the meeting after this next one, right? Meeting the March meeting is like ne- this week, next week, I think, right? Right. So the April meeting, right? I will bet that the Fed will either pause or cut rates. Okay, so you I'll win if bet. the Fed raises rates in April. Okay. If they either pause or cut, then I win. Okay. I'm with you. I'm in. Okay. Fine. God, so, is, I, having said I can't,
0: that, I can't
1: eat this many ribeyes, Rob. <laughs> yes, it's you can. It's physically I've seen impossible you. for me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I've seen you eat ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you think they're just going to keep raising rates? Yes. Okay. I, I don't, but that doesn't matter. So, then is the idea that because after all of this, we're just going to see housing continue the same trend. Prices kind of slowing to slow down, fall a little bit, demand absolutely crushed because mortgage will go to eight percent, I guess. Seven and a half. Yeah. I mean if they raise gonna... rates another twenty five bips, like mortgages have to go to seven and well, a quarter. It's not
0: it's not completely tied, but I mean it's gonna go it's 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 not I think I think what the market would love would be a five percent. Um mm. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be over 5% for the foreseeable future here.
1: Okay. So you think mortgage rates will continue to rise throughout this year?
0: I I think it's going to be one of the, it's all, it's been like this, you know, it was at seven just a few weeks ago and now it's back to whatever. So I think you're going to be in this kind of like, you know, six, six to seven plus kind of thing and just bounce around in that kind of area. For the
1: rest of the and year, their home for sure. prices will just continue to fall because there's no buyer demand.
0: Again, so I think that's all local. I think in some markets are still, you know, I was talking to uh, some of the in Denver. Market yeah, but that's and- that's the
1: stupidest dodge that every realtor uses. It's all local. Okay, fine, but nationally there's a market, and nationally there's a trend, right? Nationally, we see transactions. There's numbers not a are trend in
0: goddamn Orange County. There's not a trend in i mean, he's talking about Chicago. He got five offers on his property. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it, it so depends my on point different is, areas. We're that talking
1: we're national in. figures, and Realtors always go local. I don't give a shit about your local unless I'm talking in your local. We've, we were talking about national numbers just now. Mortgage rates are national; they're not local to Orange County. You know, so nationally, are we going to see drop in transactions, rise in transactions, drop in home prices, rise in home prices? Because so, I was so, seeing. So let's pre. I was seeing after this this bank failures and Fed action, I'm like, okay, this is inflationary as hell. And I think they're going to cut rates or pause or whatever. Right. And I think the bond market forces them, but that's a whole other story. So therefore, we should see drop in rates, in mortgage rates, and we should see like real estate's gonna boom this year. Kind of what I was seeing.
0: I hope I mean, as much as I hope that would happen, I, I just and we still have a you can't supply see, demand problem. You can't
1: see that happening if you're saying rates are going to keep going higher. No, I mean, I, I would,
0: I would, but I, for the industry, I would love for that to happen. I just don't, I don't see it personally, as far as you know, from the, the stuff we're talking about and the stuff we're seeing. Okay. All right. <sighs> I mean, what is it now? I think the stat I saw was like there's something like high six hundred thousands of homes available active listings on the market, and we've got one point five million realtors. I mean, it's just the 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 the, and and we're coming in the spring selling season, right? So yeah, a lot of the bulk of the stuff is supposed to happen here now. As we get into summer, and then later in in the rest of the year. So if we don't see that shit happening really soon here, you know, you know, it's it. I can't say that you're going to see the things that you're hoping to see happen. I mean, I mean, the transactions are going to go up in the in the fourth quarter. I mean, no, I guess we did see big, that a little bit in the pandemic, but I'm mean, not a like I said, time
1: if if what I'm thinking is gonna happen happens, meaning the Fed starts pausing or cutting rates soon, like they pivot soon, right? As well no as way. some of this other stuff that I think is gonna happen, like some of the diversification of these wealthy individuals and companies will be like, we need to get the money out of the bank. Like, that's not safe. We need to put it into things like real estate, because that's real. Well now, then it juices <laughs> investor activity, right?
0: Yeah. Well now, so Silicon we Valley Bank. I mean, I heard the new president was was sending out emails and saying this could be any. This is the safest bank of the world now. <laughs>
1: What's that? The <laughs> new president. You know,
0: the new president was sending out emails to previous uh, customers saying, "Listen, bring your money back because this is the safest motherfucking bank in the world now." Right.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I there there's some interesting developments in that front as well. Um, But anyway, so I thought it meant that housing is going to loosen up again. If rates could drop, you know, let's say to fives, right? Five and a half, something like that. I thought it would unlock inventory because there are a whole bunch of people sitting out there, sitting on like 3% mortgages. They want to move, they want to move up, but they're like, it doesn't make any sense. At five and a half, they might be like, "All right, you know what? We can afford to pay a little bit more and move up." No, mm -hmm. what I mean is, it it unlocks inventory. I understand what you're saying. I mean, I I thought something like that could happen. If the rate's going to be high, if it stays at seven, it stays at eight. You know, then no, no one's. I mean, inventory will remain locked. I don't
0: see anything, any movement until until next year.
1: Unfortunately, and why do you think rates will be down next year?
0: Well, I think we're just you know with this inflationary you know how inflation is we got to get I, mean, I think that's still a number one issue and until that's kind of solved, um, and if, you know they're going to keep they're going to keep keep pressing and 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 and, and raising um, mm-hmm. to get it down and, and and housing they've always said is still like you know a number one cause of this inflationary thing right yeah. so I mean the way you do that is you choke it out right so they're not going to like juice juice. They're not going to two two things at once by lowering the rate or pivoting, and then which is going to juice the housing, which is then going to make inflation go over again. I mean, it's a tough, talk about a rock and a hard place. I mean, it's it's a really tough thing for the Fed or the government to kind of figure out if indeed they do do a pivot. And I don't see how that happens. And and I'll say this: it, it would be more of a political move, but they're not supposed to be political. But you and
1: I are both adults. We know that's all bullshit. I mean, they rescued but, SVB. That's about as political as it gets. Oh,
0: God, man.
1: That's a lot yeah. of donors that's who had their money in that to, bank. agree to disagree. A lot of donors. To both parties, but a lot of donors who had yeah. their money in that bank. Not yeah. a lot of, you know, Joe six-packs, right? <laughs> well, it was the 20th largest bank in the world, but yeah, or the, the country. Yeah, so. the number one largest bank still has a bunch of Joe six-pack depositors. Not SVB, though. Uh, yeah. Rob Hahn, the populist. This is, this is fantastic. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm here in Vegas, you know, like. No,
0: you know, it's, it's funny because this, I love this because we've been making so many goddamn steaks. I was talking to somebody about this and they are like, God, how many steak dinner bets do you have with him? And like, we've got a lot and it's recorded, but I couldn't, somebody's got to go out there and like create a list of like what we have to kind of keep track of this. Yeah, but exactly. man, this April Meeting is gonna be right. I'm, I'm gonna write meeting. that on my calendar right, right now, buddy. That's right. Oh,
1: <laughs> Come is... to Vegas and buy me steak. And then yeah, yeah, right. So
0: <laughs> and then here's the other thing: is like the way this whole you know you're really drawing a line of the fan with this. I mean, the, especially the post you wrote that this is gonna this is gonna be the de facto turning point, and you know it's gonna be boom boom days, party till you nineteen till night like 1999 like it's 1999 for this year. So you're, you know, this is a very clear thing between the Rob and Greg um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: analysis here. So this is right. gonna be fun to watch the rest of the year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think real estate is gonna do extremely well this year and potentially next year as well. The only yeah. downside to that though, is when I say extreme, do extremely well, I don't think housing prices will go down. I think home prices keep rising. They were showing signs of reversing, right? You know, like, the gains went from like twenty percent a year to six percent a year to one percent a year, you know, like like that. It was still up year over year, but it was still I you know, and they were showing signs of reversing. And in certain markets, we know that they were they had all reversed. Like home price yeah. actually fallen year over year. Um, and you know, and I was looking at it going, yeah, but it still hadn't fallen compared to 2019, right? Or to twenty twenty pre pandemic. But it was on the it was showing that sign. I think now we're going to see that reverse again, and I think it'll start rising again. Maybe not twenty percent, you know, like we saw in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, but maybe three percent, four percent. I think I think it keeps rising because I, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't know if like it, maybe we need to talk about this. Like, this has been big enough news now. I feel that even the corporate press had to cover it to some extent, right. And I think a lot of people, just everyday regular average Joes, or for that matter, everyday regular like doctors and lawyers who don't really think about this kind of shit, to realize, oh, wait, you're telling me my bank is not actually just a vault?
0: Yeah, that's a great – you made that point in your post. That's true. Right?
1: I think a lot think of people still people think of it that way. Don't think of like – no, no, this is a loan. I essentially loan money to the bank. And my account is just how much they owe me back. I think once they realize that, I think a lot of again wealthier people, right? Like I, you know, I have some doctor friends. I'm sure they're calling their, they're talking to their wife or they're calling their accounts like, hey, how much money do I have in my bank? You know what I mean? And when they say, well, you have four hundred thousand dollars in that bank, they're like, oh, we need to pull out one hundred fifty thousand because the FDIC limit is two fifty. Now maybe they're not, and this is where we need to go. Like. This is the next big thing, and I just put up a post about it today. There was an amazing, like amazing confrontation in a Senate hearing. I think it was today between Senator Langford of Oklahoma and uh, Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury, where he asked her, like straight up, like, "So, hey, going forward, every depositor at every bank is is now covered, right?" And she's like, "No, only depositor at the important banks are covered." And let's just say Ouch. that he didn't he didn't take that kindly, which because du- dudes from Oklahoma, right? I mean, most of his banks are not systemically important.
0: Well, I mean, oil you know, there maybe, but yeah.
1: But you know, I mean, but at the same time, those are the contributors to his campaign, right? So back home in Oklahoma, some local regional Oklahoma energy bank is going to be a much more important to him than fucking Bank of America, right? Right. right. So. I'm like, yo, this is not going to end here. It doesn't matter if Janet Yellen and FDIC and you think, oh, no, we're only going to rescue the systemically important banks. I'm like, nah, Congress and the Senate are going to make sure that is not the case. Because those boys and girls cannot go home to their voters and say, hey, so we're not important enough. Your banks are going to fail. Move all your money to Bank of America. They cannot do that. So they'll, they'll pass some legislation. They'll have some hearing, they'll do something to be like, No, no, you're covered too. Don't you worry, leave your money in the Oklahoma Community Trust. I mean, it's, I'm like, dude, that is, I can't think of anything more certain. (laughs) 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 That's a bet you don't want to take. (laughs) That politicians are going to act like that. You cannot take that bet. You know what I mean? Well, it seems
0: in the chat, it looks like Mirrodin, our producer here, is he's compiling the list. And I have at least four steak dinners. So we we'll, are uh, somebody's out there thinking about us here. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> so here's the question for you, because this is the thing I think is harder to, for outsiders, you know, everyone could have this conversation. I think one of my more controversial calls on this is that the 30 year mortgage might be gone as a result of this action, right? Obviously, that assumes that you have to agree all depositors in U.S. banks are fully covered, no matter what. Like this idea of two classes of banks, sort of the preferred banks and non-preferred banks, that that can't happen. And I don't think that can happen politically. So ultimately, I think it will be all depositors or all U.S. banks are fully covered. What's your take on that?
0: Yeah, things, things move so slowly. I mean, I remember you and I in a bar one time, um, were really um? are You thought that the FDIC, or not the FDIC, but the mortgage interest deduction was going to go away? Yeah, I do. And I really that's did. still here. That's a you know that's yep. that's. When, were you giving a time frame on that? I just I, I.
1: This was during the Obama era, right? When it that, looked like Democrats and Republicans both were just going after the MID hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I and just I, thought, I mean.
0: The the inertia around this stuff is so strong that the industry around the thirty day the thirty year mortgage rate is so uh, term I should say is is so ingrained, and, and this is what we were talking about you know before with the commissions right. This is this has been for around the inertia around it is so long it's like people are going to figure out a way to get paid on the commissions, but I just don't see it. I can't see it going away. Not
1: in, well. Yeah, here's here's why it's different. Here's why it's different, Greg. The mortgage introduction was going to hit current homeowners. If they eliminated the MID, every homeowner in America would have been like, I got to pay more now. Do you know what I mean? And that's 65%, 66% of Americans. If the 30-year goes away, obviously, the existing 30 years don't go away. Like you already have a a mortgage loan, right? Right. Thirty-year going away means future buyers will not have access. Thirty years. Now, now you're not you going to get the same level of resistance. It's going to be a forty-year or a twenty-five year. What are you? What are you arguing? What side? I think it's five-year floating. God. I think it's Canada. I think we become Canada.
0: Oh Canada!
1: Yeah, you I know, blame because, Canada. That was the, that's the song yeah. I was thinking of. <laughs> because I one of the one of the lessons that comes out of this is if you're a bank and you have on-demand deposits and you need to put your money and invest in longer-term bonds, you know, it's real risky to be t- buying 30-year bonds.
0: But right? I mean, I've got to believe there's banks right now offering, you know, five-year floating. I mean, there's so many patents, so many financial instruments
1: out there. Sure. It's
0: our, if, I, if if it's already available, why aren't we doing that? Why, why, why aren't consumers doing because that? Because
1: they're thing? not agency underwritten. So the unique thing about our system was that we had Fannie and Freddie and then the- Right. Right implicit guarantee of the government that said, hey, if you buy these bonds, we're gonna guarantee guarantee repayment of principal and interest. Right. So the idea was you don't you can't lose your money. You still have interest rate risk, right? Like you bought bonds that pay two percent, rates are now five, okay, their bonds aren't worth as much, but you could hedge against that. You had duration risk, like this pays off in thirty years, right? But you could, you know, figure something out sophisticated financial instruments but the whole idea was this guarantee meant you can't lose money i'm saying that this bank bailout guarantee means you can't lose money if you just deposit your money especially with one of in, the privileged in banks, the right
0: bank correct just to go in the with, noble just to go with banks, your saying right
1: that's right in the bank for dukes and and, and royalty then you you can't lose money right no You know, one thing that's an option
0: to this, I have to figure out is like, if you have your money in a brokerage account, are those protected differently than in a bank mm -hmm. account? Nope. Yeah, I got to, yeah.
1: Okay. I got to think about that a little bit. Exactly. So I'm sitting here, okay, now, why would I buy a mortgage bond then? And I don't mean I, like, as (laughs) an individual. Right. If I'm an insurance company, if I'm a retirement fund, right? And I'm like, I have to protect the in the the principle. I have to protect this money that I'm investing. I don't mind taking a lower return for security. That's why they were buying mortgage bonds. Why would anyone buy mortgage bonds now?
0: Well, I mean, they're they're they're, they're painting this as a as a, a temp thing of a emergency thing that's not not going to change anything. But I mean, if it, if it does, if it does begin to grow because there's some sort of contagion as they are calling it. I mean, you're right. It would threaten kind of the way we think of things, but hopefully they've stopped that off. I mean, I don't, you know, I know we have to wrap here soon, but I don't know about how the credit suisse kind of thing, credit <laughs> Swiss thing kind of falls into this, but.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know either because that's Europe, right? It's, it's yeah. a Swiss based company and then the Swiss national bank bailed them out. So it I don't, It's it's not as close. It's just all it's
0: all it is. I'll I'll give you this. It's all spooky. It is all spooky here. I don't. You know.
1: What do you mean spooky?
0: It's just these things that are happening. I mean, like you said, who had this on their freaking dance card at the beginning of the year, right? And and just little little things out there you start hearing, and all of a sudden, you know, banking crisis. What the fuck, right? I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot of problems, but you know, what is this coming up? So I don't know, man. Well, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I had a version of this on my dance card at the beginning of the year, but it wasn't bank failures. It was a uh, treasury bond failure, but you know, that's <laughs> bond auction failure. That's probably worse. <laughs> yeah. Does this, anyway,
0: it does kind of fall into paying gold for oil in a, in a way though, I think. Well, again, we have well, of to tease that out later
1: on. Of course it does. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's – the problem is I'm a I'm a student of macro and I think it's really fun to think about. But you're right, you start thinking about it a little bit too hard, and it's just it's you start going around the circles. Yeah. Right. So I think the way I kind of ended the essay, so let's end it, end our podcast with this. I think I what I what it sort of ended up coming back to was I went into this like down this rabbit hole, and it's like Interest rate swaps and default risk and duration and all this and global financial system and this that and the other and it started getting really confused. And I said, "Wait, at the end of the day, okay, what does this do for our industry?" And I'm like, "At the end of the day, people got to eat. You gotta, you gotta drink water. <clears throat> you gotta have sexy time, and you gotta yeah, live on a Yeah, shelter. Right." And I'm like. I don't know how the financing for all this is going to play out. And maybe one day we start trading gold for houses, but that people need to live in a house or in a building at least of some kind with a roof over their head. That is not going to change. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, so from an industry standpoint, I think we'll somehow. Real estate still, is, Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I right? agree with
0: that. I agree with yeah.
1: that. You know, commission, all the, like, yes, that's all true. But you know what? People need a roof over their head. So somehow we're going to be okay. That's why I think we're still going to party like it's 1999 as the rest (laughs) of the world starts to burn. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So I got another steak dinner bet. God damn it. (laughs) This is coming up quick though. The other ones are kind of farther off. So this is April. I can't wait for this. All right. So let's uh somebody some 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 listeners gonna remind us come May. Hey, so what am I happy with that? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hey everybody, thanks for listening to two idiots uh, opining. Uh, <laughs> <at the end. laughs> and uh, appreciate everyone. Appreciate you, Greg. Appreciate you, Fab.
0: Thank you, man.
1: See ya. <laughs>